Carrie. And I'm Stephanie, and this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hi, Stephanie. Hey, Carrie. So today we have a little bit of a different one mm-hmm. where we get to give you our favorite non Hallmark modern Christmas movies. Yep. And these can be made for TV or theatrical release. <laughs> Not to be confused with plays on the stage <laughs> theater. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I I was planning to go 54321. Okay. Is that what you're planning on doing? Well, we can do that. I had trouble actually like placing these. My one and two are definite. After that, it's a little murky, but you can start with a five. Okay. I'll start with five. That's kind of how mine are as well. But my first one is a completely random one that a ton of people have not heard of. Okay. It's called Arthur Christmas. (gasps) Do you have this on your list? Yes. But now I can switch it out because my fifth one was definitely murky. So you can talk about Arthur Christmas now. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's so funny. Okay. So Arthur Christmas came out in 2011. It is an animated movie. The description is Santa's clumsy son, Arthur, sets out on a mission with Grand Santa to give out a present they misplaced to a young girl in less than two hours. Mm-hmm. And I saw this one in the movie theater with oh, my really? friend and her kids. And it was so cute. There's this point where they're flying over like the the safaris and they're like dropping the stuff that makes the, the magic that makes the reindeer float. And so all of these like safari animals start floating in the air. It's so cute. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's really funny. I don't yeah. know. There's something about it. I haven't watched it a ton because it's been really hard to find. I've, the, I think it's on Hulu that they sometimes will have it because I think it plays on Freeform. Okay. Well, it's a winner in my book. Yeah. And it has a lot of great voices of like stars. Did you look yeah. this up? The main guy was is James McAvoy. Mm-hmm. And then Love I wrote, him. I wrote down Hugh Laurie and Bill Nye. Yeah, and then there's Jim Broadbent, who's just been in a ton of stuff. And then I'm looking through this list, and I don't know that I would have recognized this as I was watching it, but there's Eva Longoria and then Joan Cusack. They're kind of random people, but they're in it. Yeah, that's cool. I did not realize either one of those were in it, but it's just so cute. I mean, it's animated, so it's not our normal, like... Something we romance, yeah, rom com, whatever. But, but it's sweet because I don't think in the description, like, there's two sons that Santa has, and this focuses on the clumsy one who is like heartfelt and cares about the kids. And then there's kind of one who's like more about efficiency and protocols. He's like, and it's like, who's going to be, yeah, who's going to be the next Santa? Yep. Yeah. That's That's a good one, Carrie. I'm so glad we both had that on our list. I can't believe it. 
I know because you're like, no, no, no one ever knows this movie. <laughs> well, I feel like I've mentioned it to people and they're like, Arthur the cartoon. And I'm like, no, not Arthur from PBS. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just because, well, I don't know. I guess it depends on if you watch animated movies still as an adult. That's probably true. So like if, I mean, I don't know. Would you have watched it? Because you went with a friend with kids. I don't know if I would have initially watched it. I went with my friend who had kids because we saw the preview and we thought it looked cute. But, like, I wouldn't have gone to the theater by myself to, to watch it. Yeah. And then I just don't know if I would have ever seen it because I, after I saw it, I've always felt like it's really hard to find. And now that so many things are out, especially with COVID, you know, mm-hmm. so many things are online. I think it'll be much easier to access now. But like in the, I mean, this came out in 2011. I feel like the years after it came out, it was really hard to find unless you were going to buy it on DVD. Yeah, I think I think that's true because it's kind of crazy to think about. Like 2011 is basically a decade ago and streaming really was only Netflix at that time. And Netflix was mostly DVDs then. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Arthur Christmas. Yay. So what's your number five? So my number five. Okay. I'm going to mention two because they're tied. I couldn't decide. Okay. So I did have a Christmas kiss with Brendan Fair from 2011. I do love that one. That one's really cute. It's one of, like, the first movies like these because it's Hallmark Lifetime-esque. I think they sh- they show it on Lifetime. So it was one of the first ones I'd actually seen. And so that kind of cemented it in my mind. It's like, I love this movie. Yeah. You know? So there's that one. And then the second one is Rise of the Guardians. Have you seen this? No. Okay, so it is an animated film as well. It was it came out in 2012. I don't know Guardian that it of the ga- Galaxy stuff. No. Okay, that's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh I don't know that I guess it's technically a Christmas movie, but it follows Let me see the description might be a better thing. So the description on IMDb says when the evil spirit Pitch launches an assault on Earth, The immortal guardians team up to protect the innocence of children all around the world. Okay, that's a bad description. (laughs) So it focuses on Jack Frost, who can't be seen by people, but it's like wintry and, you know, we all know what Jack Frost does. And the immortal guardians are like Santa, the Easter bunny, the tooth fairy, those kinds of things. Oh, you know what? I may have seen a preview for this now that you're explaining it. Yeah, and like Pitch is kind of like a nightmare, you know, steals kids' good dreams, that kind of thing. So all of these guardians team up to defeat him. So it's not technically a Christmas movie, although a lot of it happens at Santa's place in the North Pole, and it does happen during the winter. So I consider it a holiday. Jack Frost is in those movies, too. That's true. The Christmas, like the Rudolph Christmas ones and that sort of thing, like the classic movies. Yeah. So I really, there's just something about it. It's kind of like Arthur Christmas with like magic and 
Heartfelt Feelings. And this one also had a, a lot of stars in it. Like Chris Pine is Jack Frost. And there's Alec Baldwin, Jude Law, Isla Fisher, Hugh Jackman. Like these are some big names. Yep. So that one, those are my tied for five. Okay, what was the name of the last one again? Rise of the Guardians. Rise of the Guardians. I knew it was of the Guardian, but I couldn't remember what the first word was. <laughs> rise, rise. Okay. So my number four movie mm-hmm. also is a theatrical release. <laughs> the Holiday. Ah. Uh. With Kate Winslet, Cameron Diaz, Black Jack, and Jude Law. Black Jack? Jack Black. <laughs> I definitely uh, wrote down Black Randall Jack. from Outlander. <laughs> we don't want him in a movie. <laughs> uh, fun times. Okay. So Jack Black. Sorry, Jack Black, if you're listening to this. Um, <laughs> I feel like he's totally our target audience. Oh, yeah. Um, it came out in 2006. Two women troubled with guy problems swap homes in each other's countries where they each meet a local guy and fall in love. And Mm -hmm. if I am not Cameron Diaz in this movie, so Cameron Diaz has problems like crying. Like she literally breaks up with her boyfriend in the super dramatic situation. And she is like trying to force herself to cry. And she's like, I just can't cry. And I was like, this is how I feel in real life. Because I cry at movies on television or TV shows or whatnot. But, like, in my real life, I don't cry a lot. And I feel like this is a situation where I should be crying. Why am I not crying? I am Cameron Diaz. (laughs) It's not a bad thing to be. No, it's just, I'm like, I feel like there are times where I should be crying, though. (laughs) Yeah. I, I related to her in that. I was like, oh, I feel for her. Yep. But she gets a happy ending. She does. And she cries. Yes. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. For a 14-year-old movie. (laughs) If you don't know by now, oh well. And also, if you were Cameron, I mean, you get, obviously, Jude Law, but you'd also have the ready-made family because he has the kids. Yep. The dream. Living the dream, Cameron. (laughs) Living Carrie's dream. So what did you have for number four-ish? So (laughs) number four, this is kind of a random one. It is Barbie the Nutcracker. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) This is random. (laughs) I I really like the early 2000 Barbie movies, like Barbie Swan Lake, Barbie the Nutcracker, Barbie Rapunzel. The weird ones they come up with now, I really don't care for. But I just love... Well, I love the Nutcracker. I love the music. And there's something about Barbie the Nutcracker. It's just like magical and pretty. And it just makes me happy. I got to watch it during Christmas. All right. (laughs) There's not much you can say. Nope. (laughs) I've not ever seen this. So Have you seen any Barbie movies? No, I kind of take issue with the Barbie movies because I feel like the animation on them is weird. That's why I like the early 2000s ones because they're like really weird now animation wise. Okay, we'll see. I don't know. I I have to see a picture. Let me let me let me Google. 
Well, now I'm afraid like what picture is going to show up. Like they're kind of, I don't want to say 3D, but I mean they're kind of, I don't know. They really look like Barbie dolls. I will yeah. say this is the reason why I don't like this because there's like, for the most part, I mean, Arthur Christmas is computer animated, but I don't love computer animated movies nearly as much as I like hand-drawn animation. Mm-hmm. For whatever, I guess I'm a purist when it comes to <laughs> these things. <laughs> I mean, that being said, my one of my top favorite Disney movies is Meet the Robinsons, which is definitely computer animated. So oh, yeah. I'm not like so far that I just don't like it at all. But I just don't love it as much. And so that kind of turned me like when they started to moving into computer animation, it kind of turned me off from a lot of movies because I'm like, why can't we just draw draw them? Because it takes so much time. But I think it just depends on the skill level because there's definitely good computer animation and then there's Uh bad. So I think it just depends on the style and stuff. Yeah. Okay. What's your next one, Carrie? I was about to say, we talked about that one longer than we thought we would. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) My third one also came out in 2006. Last Holiday with Queen Latifah. And LL Cool J. And Timothy Hutton. And do you know who else is in this movie? Uh, No. Alicia Witt. (laughs) (gasps) Can you even believe it? No, I can't. She plays Timothy Hutton's, like, mistress. Uh, Oh. (laughs) Yeah. And so, upon learning of a terminal illness, a shy woman decides to sell off all her possessions and live it up at a, a posh Central European hotel. And I just love this one because she, you know, she finds out that she's going to die and she's like, well, I'm going to go do what I want to do. And like the group of people are really torn between loving her and hating her. (laughs) She goes base jumping. It's, it's funny. I I like it a lot. (laughs) It's a cute one. I've only seen it. I think like once or twice. You should watch it more than that. It has LL Cool J in it for no other reason. Well, him. And I like Queen Latifah. I do love Queen Latifah. We'll see. I'm sure it's on Netflix or Hulu. Something. It used to be on Netflix. I don't know if it is on anymore. But there's probably somewhere you can see it. Yeah. Because this is just, this is a random tangent. But it just this literally made me think of it. So, obviously Halloween just happened. And I wanted to watch Practical Magic. Uh-huh. And I had seen Practical Magic on Netflix. I was like, oh, I'll just wait till it's closer to Halloween. Couldn't find it. So then I Googled it. They removed it from Netflix at the end of September. <clears throat> Why would you remove Practical Magic, a Halloween October movie, right before October and Halloween? Well, maybe it's the people who owned Practical Magic. They were able to get more money by putting it somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a contract. I wonder if they got paid. Like, maybe it's on Hulu now or something. You know what I'm saying? Where they got... It wasn't on Hulu. Well, there goes that idea. Maybe it's on Prime Video. (laughs) It wasn't on Prime. Unless you want to pay for it. Like, Amazon. It wasn't on Amazon Prime, though. I give up. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just a dumb decision. Do I need to go to my television and find out where it's at? <laughs> oh, my goodness. You could, but it's too late. Now it's... Now you don't want to watch I'm it. I'm over it. Yeah. Okay. I guess next year, whenever I see it again, I'll have to watch it. Yep. So we're back with another Get to Know Me segment on all things Christmas. Yeah. So my question for you today, Stephanie, is what is the most memorable Christmas present you've ever received, good or bad? Ooh. Um. Oh, this is what I always go back to. My most memorable Christmas present was, I think, think I was like 12 maybe I was 11 and I got those Skechers skates now they weren't the shoes that had the wheels tucked up so you could like walk and then you know lean back and skate Uh they were legitimate like roller skates okay like four wheels and I love those things like I was obsessed with getting them and then I got them and I was rolling around everywhere so that's my most memorable one. What about you? I, I love that answer because my brother and sister both worked in a, a skating rink when I was a kid. So, Oh, really? My oldest brother is 12 years older than me, and my sister is nine years older than me. So they were, when I was a little kid, they worked at a skating rink. And my brother could, like, do a backflip on his Whoa. skates. Like, it was amazing. (laughs) That is crazy. I feel like skating rinks kind of have their heyday right around middle school or just maybe a little even younger than that. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like we had a lot of skating parties at the rink. Yep. Well, then other things came up and people are like, let's go paintballing. And, you know, like, they just became (laughs) old school. Yeah. I've never gone paintballing. Me neither. It doesn't sound fun, honestly. No, I don't like pain. (laughs) No. You get shot with these little paintballs, and I think they hurt. <laughs> I think you do. So my most memorable is also from when I was a kid. I one time woke up, and all of my presents were covered in blankets because they were too big to wrap. So that Ooh. year, I got a bicycle. But I also got a Barbie house that was, like, taller <sighs> than me. Oh, my gosh. Santa made... And it had, like, four rooms in it. There was, like, carpet in it, linoleum. It it was so cool. I still have it. It's at my parents' house. I Even though I have, don't have a kid, I will not get mm-hmm. rid of it. Just in case one day I have a daughter and this home needs a renovation so that my daughter can use it. So that's probably my most memorable. Rememberable. That's awesome. Rememberable. Well, I was thinking, you know, whether you kidnap the kid or <laughs> get offered someone's kids. I'll just take you. <laughs> Would you like to take my kids? I'm dying from cancer. Yes, I'll take them. I'll take them. Oh, man. This took a turn. Sure did. 
What's your number three? So this was another tie between, I think a lot of people love Love Actually. Yes, a lot of people do love Love Actually. I was like, are you going to say something like... (laughs) (laughs) And then the tie is with the Santa Claus 2 with Tim Allen. Oh, yeah. Which I think is may seem a little strange that I like the second one better than the original. Because the original was good. There's something about him like as Santa going into back to the real world and using his Santa magic and falling in love to find his Mrs. Claus. Like there was just some cute moments with like the carriage and mistletoe. So I really like the second one a lot. See, now the first one is actually one that I considered putting on my list. Hmm. I mean, it's a good one. It is a good one. I like them both. Yeah, they're both good. And then there's a third one, which is fine. And it has Martin Short in it as Jack Frost. Yep. But yeah. Not as good as the other two, though. No, no. And then Love Actually, I just really love the dancing scene with Hugh Grant. I've never seen Love Actually. Oh, Carrie, no wonder you're so quiet about it. I know. I've seen Love Actually. (laughs) I don't know. I think I've seen parts of it, like when it played on television or something, but mm-hmm. I've never watched the whole thing. Well, I know that for sure is going to be on Netflix or Hulu. They always have it available. So you should watch it. <laughs> okay. It'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. And then you can understand everyone's like memes and stuff about it. I just ignore them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Number two. Two. Uh, my number two is Christmas Lodge. It's from 2011. During a weekend trip to the mountains, Mary finds herself at the now run-down lodge where she spent the holidays with her family growing up. She becomes determined to restore the building to its form of glory. It has Aaron Carpluck and Michael Shanks. Aaron is like one of my favorite actresses. She's in one of my favorite television shows, being Erica. And this one I like. I've read that, like, I've read reviews and some people really don't love it. Mm-hmm. I like it because it's like a very feel good movie. I like renovation type things. So you get to mm-hmm. see some of that. Um, it also has like a Christian leaning, which I appreciate. It's one of these Thomas Kincaid movies. Oh. And I love the grandpa. And I love the little girl. And it's just really, really cute. I love it. I've never seen it. Oh, you should watch it. I like where it. Where would it even air? Huh? Where would it, where would it even air? Well, it used to like... be on Netflix. And now I think I saw it was on... I can't remember. I should really have my controller and I can just ask my television and it will tell me where they're playing these things. Mm. <laughs> I don't know, funny. but I'll find out and put it in the show notes. Yeah, because I don't know this movie, but that's okay. That's why we're doing this. Yes. What's your number two? So my number two is How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. Have you seen this? Yes. Okay, I was going to say, like, you're quiet again. Because this is not my favorite because I love the original so much. The cartoon. The original. The car- no. 
That thing is like 20 minutes long. I know, but I love it so much. And I love the book. I absolutely adore the book. I read it every single Christmas to my nephew. I love it. I love it. I love it. And so like, I don't know. It's cute. It's fine. I just think it's so funny. It's just not as nostalgic for me. Oh, see, I just think it's hilarious. And his like sassy attitude. Uh I like quote it all the time. (laughs) So (laughs) I just think it's so funny. And I think maybe that's this kind of takes me back to the holiday. Like, obviously, this is not nowhere near as mature or raunchy as the holiday, but it has a bit of that sarcastic sass to yeah. it that's family ish friendly. Family ish. <laughs> so, speaking of how the Grinch stole Christmas, did you watch the recent one they made like last year or the year before, the nope. animated version? Nope. Well, that one is on Netflix. That one is cute, and it has Benedict Cumberbatch as the Grinch. I do love Max in all of them. Yes, Max is a cutie. He's just a sweet dog. So one year for, for one year at work, we had door decorating contest, mm-hmm. and I made How the Grinch Stole Christmas, where all the Who's down in Whoville are standing around their trees with their little houses around them. And then the mountain, I mean, the true Mount Crumpet with, yeah, with his sled and like Max hanging off. So I made this on my door. I did not win first, second or third prize. Boo. And I was so mad about it. (laughs) (laughs) After all that work. I know. Now a couple of them were good, but then I was like, what? Like, (laughs) yeah. So maybe I'll watch the newer one too. Yeah, I think you should watch the animated, the new animated, because it's more like warm feels type thing. Okay. Okay. My numero uno. Drum roll. roll, Please. I got no drum roll. It's okay. We can add it in (laughs) post-production. You'll be shocked. Okay. The spirit of Christmas. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> this one is with Jen Lilly and however you say his name, Thomas Bodowin. Do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say that, but he cute in this movie. Yes, he is. So she's like a, a lawyer who shows up at a haunted bed and breakfast to try to sell it before the end of the year. And a ghost inhabits it and like comes to life as a person mm-hmm. for two weeks. Well, 12 days of Christmas. But she helps him try to figure out what happened and why he's stuck there. Yeah, it it is super cute. And it actually makes me think now of the Rhyme Baby Timeless one that's coming up. Oh, yeah. Like he's not a ghost really, but kind of the same concept because in this the spirit of christmas he is still like the old-fashioned wear and manners you know so it's kind of snarky and i Mm -hmm. feel like ryan pavey might be a little snarky in that movie (laughs) yeah i'm looking forward to it (laughs) i do i do have to say like i understand the ending is like the stupidest reason that there could ever be for him being there is the one that they chose for the end of this movie. 
Yeah. Like, I feel like that was not a great decision. But. We still love it. I still love it. And it doesn't ruin the whole thing for me. And he is so cute in that movie. Yeah. His eyes are like piercing. Like, whoo. Yep. When this comes out, I'm going to post. I made like a top five of mine. Mm -hmm. I was thinking maybe we could do one for yours, too. That I was going to post like the day that this comes out. And the picture that I picked is like them looking at each other. And he's so cute in the picture, too. Yeah. Most of the movie, he's cute. I will say sometimes his hair bothers me. Oh, his hair doesn't bother me at all in that movie. Uh, Have you looked (laughs) him up on IMDb? Not recently. Okay. You should look him up because he's not. I don't feel like he is nearly as cute in other Okay, I'm typing, typing it in. There's a lot of spirit of movies. Okay, here we are. 2015. All right, Thomas. I definitely think he looks better with a beard. He does, and I think he looks better with longer hair, too. Uh, I kind of like his short hair look, too. The shaved one? Like the yeah. buzz cut? Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of, like, different looks that work for him. Like, he could be kind of the old-timey professional-looking man. Then he's got, like, this bad boy look. Like, he's kind of got a lot of personalities. I did not know he was on Blacklist. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, man. One of these, he looked like Henry Cavill. And that's saying something. Because Henry is very attractive. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I've never, he could kind of be a Henry doppelganger. Interesting. Okay. So <laughs> that's my number one. What's your number one? My number one is The Mistletones, which is from 2012. It aired on Freeform, formerly known as ABC Family. And it has Tia Mori Hardrick, a talented singer, forms a musical group and challenges her rivals to a competition on Christmas Eve. So I just love it because it's a musical. So they're, they're singing and it has Jonathan Patrick Moore, who we know I love. And oh, his voice, like when he sings and there's this one scene, I'm like, oh. I just love this movie so much. Like, all of their renditions of these classic Christmas songs. Mm -hmm. I love her. It's just one of my favorite movies, period. Okay, so I haven't seen that one either. I feel like we watched it together last year. I don't think we did. We watched a Tia one, but that was not the one. I thought it was about an inn. Or was it a Tamara one? I don't know. (laughs) No, we we watched a Tamara and a Tia one. But the Tia one was about an inn. But then I thought we also watched the Mistletones. No, because we watched Dashing Through the Snow. You may have watched that after I left. I watched the first two movies and then left. And then you guys stayed and watched another movie. Maybe that's what happened. I think. Well, we need to watch this movie. (laughs) Well, this leads into we were talking about doing like a here you have an assignment and you should watch this movie. Yeah. Specifically for our nostalgic ones, because I think we're on opposite sides of the spectrum on this nostalgic ones. 
I think because yours are more like newer nostalgic, right? And mine are like actually old nostalgic. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say if I were going to give you homework to watch one of these, it would have to be Christmas Lodge because that's the only one you haven't seen. (laughs) Yep. I don't know. You haven't seen Mistletones. You haven't seen Love Actually. You haven't seen Barbie Nutcracker. You haven't seen you haven't seen like hardly any of mine. I know. <laughs> At least we had Arthur Christmas alike. I know the one random one. I know. <laughs> you would have a lot more to watch. Which one which one should I watch primary? Like which one should be the primary first one that I should watch? I mean, I gotta say the mistletones because it's my favorite. But if I was just thinking in general that a lot of people have seen, and that is good, I would say Love Actually. You're very bad at picking one. Yeah, I am. (laughs) My number five, here's two. My number three, here's two. I can't make decisions on these. (laughs) Mistletones is a hard one, though, and so is How the Grinch as a number two. Those are pretty solid. I feel like my number one should be Mistletones because it's your number one. It should be. Okay. I'll watch Mistletones. Yeah. If you want a musical. And then if you want to cry and laugh, watch Love Actually. (laughs) It's actually... Actually. It's one of those multi-storied ones. Which I'm sure you probably know what it's about, right? Um, Not off the top of my head, honestly. I hear everybody oh. talk about it, but I I haven't like looked. I've looked it up before, but it's been a long time, so I don't. Remember. It's one of those movies that has multiple storylines that eventually converge. Uh huh. But it's not like one of the terrible ones, you know, like Valentine's Day or New Year's Day, where I had way too many on those movies. <laughs> I'm just. I mean, I guess if you like them, then that means that you would love Love Actually more. But I'm just saying, if you don't generally like those kinds of storylines, because they can get to be a lot, this one actually does it well, and there's not too many overwhelming ones. You know what's really funny? This is the reason my mom has said that she doesn't care for the mysteries on Hallmark movies and mysteries. Because there's too many storylines in one movie? Well, not that there's too many storylines, but there's too many characters. Oh. You know, so like you watch a Christmas movie or a regular Hallmark love story, there's like five main characters, six maybe. Mm-hmm. But in the mysteries, they have to open it up to a lot more people. So you don't know who is the person who committed the murder. Yeah. And there's a lot more options. So then you're getting into knowing that and some people, sometimes there's like 10, 15 people that you kind of, characters that you have to kind of know and she, hmm. she's like, it's too much to follow. I understand that. Yeah. So I don't yeah. think my mom would like Love Actually. Maybe not. Maybe not. Do you know that she hasn't seen it already? I, I would, I would probably put money on it. Mom, yeah. have you seen Love Actually? <laughs> I'm gonna laugh, and she's like, "Yes, I have." I don't <laughs> think she has. My dad controls the controller. For the most part. (laughs) And he watches westerns. Andy Griffith. More westerns. And those like. Pawn shop things. (laughs) Hmm. That's pretty much it. Well. I just thought of another selling point maybe for you. 
Love Actually has Alan Rickman in it. I do like and Alan I Rickman. He's funny. Think some, yeah, and some other like Harry Potter people. Because it's like British, so you know, oh. smaller pool. Smaller pool. It's just like the Canadians in Hallmark. <laughs> it's a whole like different circle of people. Don't offend the Canadians, okay? I didn't say I didn't like them. I'm just teasing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is next? Next time we will be we will be reviewing the Christmas movies from this past weekend. So get excited. Yeah. I can't remember what's playing now that I'm going to throw this out here. I was just going to say, maybe we should say which one we're most excited about. Let me see. Let me look. Okay. I think you're excited about the A Welcome Home Christmas. Oh, oh, I am. Christmas with the Darlings. That's the one I'm most excited That's about. That's what you're excited about. Okay, let me look at these real quick. So I am looking forward to watching a couple movies this weekend, A Welcome Home Christmas on Lifetime and The Christmas Bow on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries because Michael Rady. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm interested in The Christmas Bow, Christmas with the Darlings. Katrina Law. And I would ki- I'm kind of interested in this Never Kiss a Man in a Christmas Sweater. I think it'll at least be funny. Yep. So, yeah, hopefully we got some good contenders this weekend to review. whole lot of love and a little bit of nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure some of these are going to be. Yep, I'm sure so too. So subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when we have new episodes released. And if you're on Apple Podcast. We'd love it if you leave us a review. Apparently those are really super helpful in getting your podcast seen and our social media. Yes. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Love and Nonsense Podcast. Talk to you later. Bye. That's my number one. What's your number one? Drum roll. But there's something about him. <gasps> Sorry. Did the cat knock off your microphone? No, I knocked off something from the table. Um, whoops. Anyway. All right. Woo. Okay. So What's that next? is our t- 